professionals. What's going on, everybody? It's Coach Mark here with Coach Chris. Hey, hey. And you're listening to the Triumph Nutrition Podcast, where we're just trying to make daily nutrition simple for everybody. So, it's the week of Thanksgiving. Boom, boom. It's happening. Let eating begin. Yes, this should be out before um, we cut up the turkey and do all the dressings and the sides and the stuffings and the pies. Um, Chris, I mean, we'll just kind of go right into it with what, what is your favorite thing about Thanksgiving? Well, favorite thing about Thanksgiving is generally just getting to hang out with family I don't normally see. Um, obviously, the food and atmosphere is kind of one and the same. Um, this year will obviously probably be a pretty different for everyone, right? mm-hmm. uh, but definitely the, the family aspect and uh, some of the um, food. My grandma used to always make a meat pie, Whoa. which is a very like French thing, French mm-hmm. Canadian thing. Um, so if you heard meat pie and just threw up in your mouth a little bit, mm-hmm. it's better than it sounds. What about you? I, I was thinking of that pizza we did for, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how long ago that was, three, four years ago for a Triumph Clean Challenge. That was one of the, the recipes. Man, that was greasy. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Um, get that meat recipe. Thanksgiving, man. Let's, yeah. you know, um, I like the food. I mean, family's all right. <laughs> but I'm, I'm all about the food. No, yeah, obviously this year um, we're actually going to be hosting just her, you know, my, my wife's mom and sister, and obviously super small group. But trying to cook my first ever turkey, so we'll, uh, smoker? No, um, oven. Just traditionally, nice. um, called my mom and was like, "I need the breakdown. How do I cook a turkey?" And she's like, "It's not that hard." So, again, for her, to, easy for her to say, <laughs> but for me, um, mentally challenged. I will. <laughs> <laughs> time. I think everything that I've seen with the turkey is yeah. the oven. It's just it's a time game. I called her. Uh, I think. Saturdays or Friday, she's like, put start thawing the turkey now. <laughs> I was like, oh geez, oh no, yeah. yeah, it's already too late. But yeah, man, I think obviously this year has its ups and downs, and it's been a it's been crazy. And Thanksgiving is no exception with you know just the circumstances we're in. But um, obviously, getting together with family, hanging out, eating a bunch of food, watching football, um, and just relaxing, yeah. you know, um, is 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 fantastic. But um, are you anti-Thanksgiving? Oh, no. I am yeah. definitely not anti-Thanksgiving. Uh, on this nutrition blog, in that, in that context of nutrition, nutrition. No, absolutely not. Because uh, that's what everyone's listening like. They're yeah. like, are they going to tell me I'm not allowed to eat yeah. for Thanksgiving? No. I think, I think you know, we like we just started our 21-day tough challenge, right? So we, we've kind of got a new set of rules to go by per the governor, um, and we chose to make it a positive and turn it into a yeah. you know 21-day challenge. Um, and part of that was following a diet and we consider Thanksgiving that kind of golden ticket day, if you will, it's a a hall pass or Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, where, you know, you need, you know, maybe need not the right word, but yeah, we need to have a day where we can just eat, Yeah, you know? Um, and for some people now, you know, the, the sidebar to that is, you know, it's a day where it's acceptable to overeat, unless you overeat every single day, <laughs> right? Um, if they're like, oh, Thanksgiving day, you know, 321, like, yeah. like no, no, no. Uh, you know, the average American, you know, you look up some numbers and the average American eats 
an estimated 4,500 calories that day. Yes. So, so if you're already in a caloric surplus and then you all of a sudden hammer that in, America. welcome to coma town. Yeah. You know, um, but I think, you know, that's a, that's one of maybe a couple days a year where I will go, uh, not ham, but maybe turkey. Mm, there it is. Got it. First pun. Nailed There's it. There's more coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, Chris more. has got some straight up cold hard facts yeah. for us. And <laughs> um, some of them, you know, we were just kind of going over some of these stats and some surprising, some <laughs> not so surprising, the 4,500 calories. Yeah. That's, um, that's a lot of food. That's probably more than some people eat. And a week. Yeah, yeah, for some for <laughs> sure. Know, and that's in a one 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 and a half meal kind of time frame with uh you know you're going up for seconds, thirds and oh yeah. Can't forget about leftovers. No, leftovers are turkey yeah. sandwiches the moment. Yeah. Uh so hit it hit them with us. So so some facts just on the pop most popular foods, right? Um and again, you can check these. Um turkey, um generally uh, four to six ounce serving, 340 calories, around 11 grams of fat. So probably one of your healthier options, right? Mm -hmm. If you're going to overeat on something, you know, we always recommend protein and turkey is probably um, the best you're going to do that day, unless your family's a ham family. Um, Good dark meat, white meat guy. Um, I like a combo. Mm. Um, kind of depends. What's uh, your ratio? You think I like two, <clears throat> two to one uh, white meat? Probably... Uh, Three to one, white to dark. Oh, okay. um, surprising. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, just because the dark meat is a little bit fattier, mm -hmm. uh, and usually the first taken. So. Yeah, no, it's just not <laughs> as much. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, it's just not as much. You get yeah, the legs. You got to work a little gravy in on that white meat sometimes. Yeah, that's right. It's a little dry. That's right. Anyway, go uh, for it. No, 100% agree with that. Um, the stuffing, um, or dressing if you're in the South listening to this. I got you. Uh, 165. Is that what they call it? They call it dressing. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's a strange world down there. Um, respectfully so. Uh, 165 calories, 4 grams of fat. Um, didn't really pull in carbs of this because, I mean, that's where most that's going to be. Candied sweet potatoes, you got mm. 305 calories, 4 grams of fat. Again, going to be a lot more sugar, a lot more carbs there. That's my favorite. <laughs> right. Um, my aunt makes this sweet potato she calls it a casserole. It's sweet potatoes covered with marshmallows and brown sugar. Yeah, that's pretty I, much. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I think of. Yeah. Um, mashed potatoes, about 185 uh, calories, three grams of fat. Of course, you that's not considering you know how much butter, milk, um, gravy slap on there. Um, biscuits, 250 calories, 10 grams of fat before the butter. Pumpkin pie, uh, 310 calories. 20 grams of fat again if you're going up for multiple slices it's going to get up there pretty quick i will so that's just some of the uh top five that you kind of see obviously you've got cranberry you've got bean casserole and i think every family's got their own kind of variation on different things um so yeah it just kind of depends on what you eat um i personally am not a huge pumpkin pie fan um so i probably wouldn't be touching that my my plate's generally turkey potatoes Corn, mm -hmm. cornbread, and uh, meat pie. So meat pie, meat pie. I gotta get is that. Meat recipe. pie is that considered a dessert or is it? We ate it as a dessert. So my family is a very meat, meat and yeah, potato geez. kind of family. So heavy. Yeah, we have meat and potato, and then we finish off with some meat and potato. But it was really good. It was basically a spiced seasoned beef in like a pie crust. 
Mm. So you, it would come out like a pie, um, but it was, yeah, it's so good. Grandma made it best. Yeah, I'm pumpkin pie, a little cool whip, you know, cool. any any kind of pie. I mean, honestly, but I just feel like obviously this is the most, uh, well, pumpkin pie is the most um, traditional dessert know, for, for sure. Thanksgiving, and uh, I like it. It's funny, my mom, because uh, I was the youngest, she spoiled me so much. For whatever reason, as a kid, I didn't like the crust. So she would literally make me my own personal pie without the crust. It would basically just be like the pumpkin pie <laughs> without the crust. And my brother used to get so upset. He's like, you know, Mark gets his own, blah, blah, blah. And I just remember her making me like two or three of those. Oh. And oh, it was it was amazing. But then all of a sudden, I was like, why do I not eat the crust? And then obviously yeah. discovered that the crust with the pie is amazing. So anyway, fun little fact there. So Thanksgiving, we're pro Thanksgiving, basically have some fun with it, but just understand you're going to eat a lot of food. And if, um, you know, much like Halloween, we just had with the leftover candy, if you're keep nibbling at, you know, stuff and more traditionally in in Thanksgiving, it's not really a nibble. It's more of like, I'm going to now have Thanksgiving for the next four days. Yeah. Um, is what we're trying to avoid. So by all means, you know, especially if you're doing the 21 tough, which I think we had over 50 people, you know, sign yeah, up for that. Awesome. So Thank that's fantastic. That. Thanks to uh, Chris and Jared for uh, putting together the challenge and, and all the artwork and everything, the journal that came came with that. And uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. We're only two days in, but I'm excited to, to move through this. And, um, you know, again, so back to the Thanksgiving stuff. What's your favorite? Um, did you say your favorite dish? Yeah. Uh, ooh, that's tough. You know, I think just for nostalgia reasons, it would be it would be my grandma's meat pie that she always oh, made. That, that's got to be my favorite, just because it was something that's the only time a year we ever had it, mm-hmm. um, and no one. My brother's made it, and he does a really good job. I've made it once or twice. My mom's made it a couple times. But it's just never the same. Um, yeah, I'm gonna see like a photo of this. Yeah, I'm gonna have. I'll I'll have to get one made and bring it in because you when you look at it, you're like, mm, I don't know. Then you try, you're like, oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. yeah. My right. Um, can I just say casserole? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a broad. Um, sweet potato casserole is definitely up there. My mom makes this uh, corn bake. It's like, um, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Corn bake. Yeah. Okay. And, and her, some of those can get really creamy. Hers isn't as creamy. It's a little, a little more solidified, but it's not to the point where it's like corn bake um, or cornbread. It's I'm not sorry. corn. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, a little it's soft. It's corn meat. bake, not cornbread. So anyway, um, other things about Thanksgiving yeah. that we might not have here's covered some, on your list there. Yeah, here's some fun facts. This is, this is just where, when I get into it, I start really going in off the rails. Uh, 46 million plus turkeys are eaten Jeez. worldwide. Um, 46 million? 46 million. Wow. So, yeah. I went to Kroger's the other day, real quick tangent. Um, you know, we were doing a doing a box for, um, you know, Crossroads oh, and yeah. stuff. And uh, so this wasn't the turkey that was for the family. So we're filling up the box and come to get the turkey. It's the last item. And turkeys at Kroger that were left were like $60. I was like, oh my God. 
And then I, you know, call Lauren. I'm like, what is this traditionally? What's you know, obviously we only buy it once a year. I'm yeah. like, what did we pay for a turkey last year? Because I remember it being like 15 bucks. Yeah. She's like, oh yeah, that's like really expensive. So she uses the magic Google machine and we find Remke's got them on sale. Same basically turkey for seven bucks. I'm like, so it's, I can see where you can definitely get price gouged on, you oh, know, yeah. once it gets down to slim pickings because it's such a high demand yeah. item. It's like flowers on Valentine's day kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's, it's that supply. When I saw that, I was like 50 bucks for a That's turkey. Great. That better be the best. I know. Thing. It better right? cook itself for 60 bucks. Yeah, it wasn't even organic. Oof, unbelievable. <laughs> not even a not even a free range turkey. All right, I digress. Go for it. <laughs> um, one hundred. This is one of my favorites so far that I've found. One hundred thousand questions answered by Butterball about turkeys. Oof, that's got to be annoying. Yeah, can you imagine how many of those are the same questions? <laughs> what was its name? Yeah. How did I cook it? How did I cook it? How did I cook it? If it's on fire, did I overdo it? <laughs> um. 88% of Americans eat turkey. Um, this one was kind of shocking to me. 48.91 is the average cost of Thanksgiving dinner um, for for up to 10 people. Uh, $48. $48. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of shocking to me. Um, I thought it would have been a little higher, actually. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's, excuse me, how many people is that feeding, does it say? Uh, it says dinner for 10. Dinner for 10. Do you, so. you guys see that? We're not uh, <laughs> blowing smoke when we say meal prep is cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, and you have a $7 turkey that's probably yeah. upwards of 20 pounds. Right. Like, okay, 10 people aren't going to eat two pounds of turkey a piece mm-hmm. with everything else. You know, mm-hmm. the averages get pretty low. Um, 16 minutes spent eating continuously on average. Mm. So what is it masticating masticating lots yes. of mastication lots of mastication uh, i will say this that when you think about that right so 16 minutes so in 16 minutes you look at your average calories eaten on thanksgiving day is 4500 so it's interesting to me to see 16 minutes spent eating maybe just just your thanksgiving dinner i i would love to see how many calories came from those 16 minutes mm. You know, it beca- it, it I wonder be- why everyone falls asleep. Boom. It's, it's the tryptophan. Yeah, the it's, tryptophan. yeah it's definitely that. <laughs> um, you know, you look at that and you go, okay, well, you know, you look at the mindless eating. Like, oh, I'm just like, blah, blah, you know, smashing food in my face for 16 minutes. Your body doesn't even know it's full, you know? So it's like maybe before you take that second plate, drink, drink. 20 ounces yeah. of water and see if you're actually okay. Just count to 10. Yeah. Just breathe. Just breathe a little <laughs> bit. Um, like the whole, like an anaconda. Just don't, walk. don't sprint. Yeah. Walk. Yeah. Eating's a marathon guys. <laughs> um, and then the other one, seven hours generally spent cooking Thanksgiving dinner. Ooh, yeah. Which, it's a lot of work. So for those of you cooking Thanksgiving dinner for your families, you are troopers. Yeah. Cheers to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things. As a kid, you never realize it. Like, I just gave you the example of the pumpkin pie, like how personalized that was. And, you know, my mom was such a sweetheart to do that. And we always host it every year. And we would have, like, 20 to 25 people at our house every year. And I'm pretty sure she did it all by herself. Like, granted, there would be a couple people that would bring some sides. But I'm talking turkey, potatoes, green beans, corn bake, casserole. Like, just crushing it. Yeah. And... 
that was just normal. Yeah. But now as like an actual fully grown adult, <laughs> I think I am. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. I remember <laughs> like, going. Dang. I remember going to my grandparents' house. My grandma's like, "Oh, I've been cooking since eight. And it's like two. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. You know, you just don't realize it. Um, and then as you get older, you know. Uh, That's like even just us having kids now. Uh, I've called my mom several several times and just like, oh, I really like, because <laughs> I know kind of what's coming with you know, all the you know attitudes and yeah. stuff like that. I'm like, I am so thankful for you, for all these things. But I think that's just a word, obviously, you know, with Thanksgiving and hopefully it never gets you know can canceled yeah you know, or anything. But um, yeah, anyway, yeah. not. not well, that. I think I think you know with everything going on, even if they say hey you know we really recommend you staying home don't go out the blessing is that in the time that we live in we have facetime we have zoom was it you that told me the zoom is uh maybe maybe that was someone else i think it was a member actually um zoom i think it's typically like an hour they give you for free they're mm -hmm. taking that restriction off for thanksgiving oh that's beautiful yeah that's so awesome. i thought that was kind of cool good job and, zoom. Uh, yeah way to do the right thing yeah with your billions of dollars now in <laughs> hey. a company that's crushing it. Yeah. Well, so, man, the pandemic did them well. <laughs> yeah. Who would have who would have saw that um, as far as that company to invest in? Yeah. So, questions from the interwebs. Yeah. So, um, we try to before we do a podcast, we always try to throw something out there, asking questions to members or just the general public. Um, this week we got three, which is cool. We got three good ones um, from one of our members. We got. Uh, how do you know when you can push yourself to lift heavier because you're able to versus knowing when to stop so you don't hurt yourself? This would fall under the category of when do you check yourself before you riggedy, riggedy wreck wow, yourself? Wow, that was a good riggedy. Mark, why don't you take this one? Yeah, no, it's a good question. I think it's a common one. I think it's very individual. So um, when it comes to lifting heavy weights, you know, it can be an array of reasons why people, um, might not be able to break that threshold or whatever. It could just be mentally, um, you know, sometimes, but if physically, if mentally you're capable of lifting more weight, um, and you're not sure what's going on with your body, it's definitely always a great idea to have a coach come over. So if I'm about to go for a PR or I'm feeling, you know, froggy that day or whatever. Um, Hey, call coach over. Let me see your form. If there's no one around, generally speaking, if you've done a weight consistently with good form, again, you can always videotape yourself to, to check, you know, your spine and whatnot. Let's take a deadlift for an example. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a deadlift is a very simple movement, but that doesn't mean it's easy. Picking the barbell from the ground up to full extension. Um, if the spine is starting to curve, that is a clear indication that we probably uh, need to stop there. You know, but if the spine is staying in a good, um, you know, tight position, then and the, and the bar is still moving with a little bit of pace, then you can absolutely add more weight. If we're talking about, so that's one example. Whenever you're, and feel free, obviously, Chris, to jump in. But if you're in a low intensity environment, if we're in a high intensity environment, then you know it's a little more unpredictable what the body might do, and uh, you have to just be a little careful. And you just have to, unfortunately, you have to test the water sometimes. You have to you know, take, take a risk, right? Um, to, to break through plateaus, you can't just always play the conservative card um, when you're in the gym, but you do have to take calculated risk. 
So it's not just like, well, I'm just going to put weight on the bar just because. I was telling uh, Chris before we started here, you know, right now with a uh, three-month uh, uh, baby at home, we're having a sleep progression. So, yeah. So every two hours right now, this baby screams her head off. And that obviously isn't uh, correlate with athletic performance. So, you know, when I've been in the gym working out um, lately in the morning, 4.30, I base how I'm feeling off after the warm-up with some warm-up sets. And this week with the limited sleep, I've just been going lighter. So it, it's it's a good question, but and I'm not trying to give you a cop-out answer, but it's really individual on like how you're feeling and how it's going. Because no one's going to really know how it feels. Like I can look at something and say, that looks really good. But if internally you're saying, this really hurts, then you're right and I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. Uh, I think for me when it comes to, okay, I can push myself or I need to cut back. Can you, can, let's say a barbell for this, you know, scenario, can you move the bar effectively, efficiency, and safely? If you can't, if it looks bad or if it feels bad, it probably doesn't need to go up. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I've done that, you know, multiple times where people go, oh man, that looked great. You should go heavier. I'm like, you know what? I'm good right there because mm-hmm. I know if I'm go up anymore. And again, I think a lot of it's experience too. Mm-hmm. The more you do it, you, the more you are in tune with yourself and you go, mm, I'm good there. Yeah. You know, my, one, of, one of the best things you can do is focus on not adding more than five pounds to a lift more than a week. Yeah. Right. So it's like every week, if you go up by five pounds, think about how much, if you go up by one pound, right. you're talking 52 pounds by the end of the year. That's super sustainable. Right yeah. now, the, the difference with CrossFit, right, is that we don't necessarily hit every lift every week, uh, but you get the point. Mm-hmm. You know, if you leave a little bit, I would much rather I err on the side of leaving a little more in the tank for next time rather than maxing it out, mm-hmm. because I would rather know, oh, I smash that mm-hmm. next time I can go a little bit more. Right now, next time if you don't feel good, you, you know, you might not. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of that is just experience with the lift. And knowing how it should feel, um, mm-hmm. a lot of us get the ego, the ego check with that, right? It's like, yeah. oh, I just hit that. I'm going to go up ten pounds. Like you just PR by twenty. You probably don't mm-hmm. need to go up another ten. Mm-hmm. You know, unless the coach goes, hey, you got this. Right. You know that that's right. when you should feel really confident. If the coach goes, hey, go up another ten, you're going to smoke this. You should feel good about that. Second opinions are are always great too. If you're if you're unsure and you're like, hey, I really don't know. Like I'm in between these weights. And then it's like, all right, well, what's your goal? You know, and is I really want to get stronger. All right, let's go a little bit heavier today. Understand that the workouts, you know, taking around 10 minutes, it might take you longer with heavier weight, but your goal that you just said is you want to get stronger. So let's focus on the form and getting stronger today's workout. That's what's honestly, you know, um, genius about the whole methodology of CrossFit. It it's open to interpretation day to day and a sense of what you're training for. You know, if it's not always, I need to be the first one done, so I have to go as fast as humanly possible, disregard form and risk. That's kind of a, a shallow way to think about it. You have to obviously put yourself first yep. in the equation. It's not me against Chris. It's Chris is doing his workout. Mark's doing uh, my workout. Yep. Oh, did Chris beat me today? Okay, good job for Chris. Yep. Did Mark still get a great workout? Awesome. So check plus, check plus. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's where things get twisted with you know oh CrossFit's this 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 
Which brings us into our second question. Um, so this person says, I had a question that I've been wondering for a while. Why does CrossFit insist on fast movement and timed workouts instead of slow and smooth movements? Also on weight increases being such a large focus. Thanks, guys. So um, I'm going to start this one for sure. Um, that's not their focus. <laughs> the focus of CrossFit is not to go. Well, maybe the, sorry, um, maybe the CrossFit games. You know, maybe so like if, games, if you're yeah. just, you know, if this person's just viewing it on TV, that's definitely the case. Yeah. And again, they're competing to win hundreds of thousands of dollars. So they're basically assuming the risk of the same way people strap up and go on a football field. Obviously, the horrific injury yeah. with Joe Burrow yeah. over the weekend. Thoughts and prayers for, for Joe and, and his return and healthy recovery. But he knows the risk. Yeah. You know, me and Chris played football before. Like, you know, every year I got hurt. Like yeah. some some type of injury. Yeah. You know, if not every game. Yeah. You know, you're leaving the game. Like yeah, wrong. You know, something. People can say what they want. Those, those are gladiators out there. So yeah. when you look at the CrossFit games, they are 100,000% knowing the risk and assuming and they are the 1% of the 1% of the yeah. 1%. <laughs> I think statistically they brought it out and the people competing in the games in the top 60 were 0.000125%. Yeah. Like, holy cow. Yeah, so talk you about know. apples to oranges. Yeah, it, you know, they are not general population, <laughs> you know, general preparedness, right? Um, CrossFit preaches, you know, many time domains, um, but they they – preach intensity and movement, right? So, um, but that is with the pre-qualifier that you can move efficiently and effectively. Mm -hmm. The efficacy of that is all around that, right? So mm -hmm. that's the coach's job. So if you have a coach who's saying, oh, well, just keep going heavier, keep going heavier, and you don't feel safe, they're not doing what they should be doing for yeah, you. Shame on them. Yeah, and you have to be your, your biggest advocate at that point and say, I don't feel safe with that. I'm not going to do that. Um, the weight increases are more, <clears throat> again, in competition than your gen general physical preparedness. Um, so I, you know, it's a good question because it is mm -hmm. a common misconception with CrossFit that people see the CrossFit games and go, Oh, I can't do yeah. that. I got to get my, my favorite one is I got to get in shape before I do that. Mm -hmm. No, this is how you get in shape. You know, yeah. they've shown through tons of empirical evidence now over, over a decade that high intensity mm -hmm. creates the greatest amount of change throughout the body. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they talk about a, a 20 minute workout sustained at a high intensity, you know, burning significantly more calories for the next two to three hours than if you were to do a 60 minute long, slow distance, you know, which they always preached, you know, mm -hmm. um, but that's the reason yeah. for that intensity. And, and I think, yeah, definitely. And I think just a last little, little bit on that. I think that's, at the same time, look, CrossFit is for everyone, but it's not for everyone, if, mm -hmm. that, if that makes sense. And, and it's one of those things where if you don't like high-intensity workouts or you don't know how to kind of throttle your, you know, back off of workouts, which doing this for the last 11 years, like I used to be a guy when I first started because I, I didn't have any kind of restrictor plates <laughs> and I would just come out and, and crash like within a couple of minutes of a workout. But you kind of learn that the same way we just talked about with the weight comment, you kind of learn your pace. And, you know, you talk to some of the more famous, uh, famous CrossFitters like Rich Froning, 
he talks about working out at 80%. Yeah. And then for the last maybe minute or two is when he'll kick it in the, you know, that last like 90, 95%. So I think where people fall victim to um, not, you know, getting the stimulus that's required within the workouts is they just go too hard for too fat, too, too quick, you know, out the gates. And then the rest of the workout, you're treading water because you've blasted your heart rate through the roof and now you're just trying to recover. So um, if you are new to the methodology, just play it conservative. Like come out, like no coaches at our facility are going to be standing there threatening you if you don't pick up the barbell and go faster. Um, Even in the open. Even (laughs) even in the open. But yeah, yeah, I hope that answers that. And then... uh, yeah, so it's just, you know, with that, know yourself, you know, what I, you know, we do have some some people here who are a little more competitive and they really like crushing themselves. Um, and even then, you know, I preach to them, you know, one workout a week, you should be going 100 miles an hour. Sure. You know, pick your workout that you know you can smash and smash it. All the others, you should be in that 85 to 90%, yeah. you know, and on some days, you're going to be at that 75. So mm-hmm. just, just be aware um, I like these two questions specifically because they kind of correlate with each other. Um, the other one we had, um, which I love, um, was, uh, you know, we should do a, a takeover. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe maybe get, um, you know, some of the ladies from the gym. I'd love to get um, oh, for sure. Elena and Taylor on here oh, yeah. and just let them go off. Um, sure. And you guys can send them questions, too. Um but we will work on keeping things dynamic and fun. Uh, Mark, yeah. Mark and I do this. Um, we, we are who we are. Yeah, we are who Sorry. we are. Um, you know, uh, I, we do this as efficiently as we can when we have time in between kind of doing all the other stuff. Yeah. Chris um, is about to coach class in <laughs> 60 seconds, so, so we're, we're going to have to close um, it out. Thank you guys for tuning in and uh, listening to us. And yeah. if you guys have any questions, keep them coming. Yeah. And again, this is to provide value for you guys. Again, the premise of this podcast is just to try to simplify nutrition. So obviously this is more of a fun, you know, spontaneous episode the week of Thanksgiving and uh, which we'll, we'll start back up with uh, more um, day-to-day simple approach to nutrition content next week. But obviously guys, if you're listening, we, we thank you so much and we're going to try to bring you, bring you content that you can use and apply to your, your day-to-day life each and every week. Um, and if you have questions on that, please uh, submit them to our fa- if you're in our Facebook group, obviously if you're a member of the gym, or um, through all the channels online like Instagram. So again, to find out more about what's going on here, uh, visit the website. That's triumphstrength.net. Thanks. Take care.